Welcome to the Way Forward Podcast, where we tackle the hard life questions so we can rest in the now and be equipped for the way forward. I'm your host, Hannah Fothery. Welcome back to the Way Forward Podcast. This week, we are talking about rest. What is rest? What does the Bible say about rest? Why do we need rest? And what does rest provide us? Joining me today is my sweet friend, Miranda Baldwin. Miranda and I met when she and her now husband joined our small group about a year and a half ago. Taylor and I had also recently joined this group and the four of us connected because we were either newly married or they were engaged at the time and we were pursuing biblical community. Taylor and I say this all the time, but Rusty and Miranda have been huge answered prayers in our lives and we are so grateful for them both. So welcome, Miranda. Thank you. Uh, give us a quick intro of who you are, what you do, what you're passionate about, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I'm Miranda Baldwin, um, and I just recently got married, as she was saying, um, back in June, so that was fun. Um, I am a lead teacher at a program for adults with disabilities, and that is my huge passion. Um, I'm probably either talking about it or posting about it or something of sorts. Um, and that is something that really defines me. That is something that I'm super passionate about. And so in that, I really am an advocate for that community. Um, I see them as somebody be worth being loved, um, and loved on. And so, um, that's just what I'm after in this life. Um, and Hannah and Taylor, they are huge, huge blessings to us. Um, we absolutely love them. She is a dear friend and I am so happy that she asked me to be on here. Well, thanks for being here. And I love seeing you love people so well um it has been encouragement to taylor and i and as for rusty as well so let's go ahead and just start simple here so what is rest in relation to the bible to you yeah so rest to me is a form of worship um when we are deeply resting in him we are completely trusting um in god's sovereignty and deep rest allows us to lean into the holy spirit even in the crazy busy world we live in um, we find all over the Bible that Christ is our ultimate form of rest, and only he gives us peace that transcends everything. Um, he rested. We are to imitate him. So in that, we um, we rest as well. Mm, I love that. And kind of a preface, you know, if you have not listened to last week's episode about busyness, I highly recommend uh, listening to that episode. Um, after this one, they really tie in together very well. And I you know, rest to me, I think back to Genesis where the Bible says God created the heaven and earth in six days. And on the seventh day, like you were saying, he rested. And in an omnipotent sense, like I can't imagine that God gets tired and maybe he does, <laughs> I don't know. But regardless of the Lord's energy state, it is noted that God rested. And the God who is in control made it a point to stop, look at his creation, call it good and, and take a break. And in the New Testament, uh, we also see where Jesus rested. And we could probably spend this entire episode talking about the places in scripture that discuss rest. But I think at the core, rest is supposed to be the time where we pause our daily activities and reflect on who God is, what he's doing and done. And as you said, it's a time of worship. Um, so in a world plagued with busyness, I think our culture um, can equate rest with laziness which I do not think is true by any stretch of the imagination. But if we think logically, our bodies need rest to properly function. And I know for me, I'm at work in events. So if it's an event week, I know I'm going to get 
less rest than normal. And by the end of the week, I'm so tired, I can't function. So Marina, why does God say it is important for us to rest? Well, it's important for us to rest. For one, it was the fourth commandment. Um, He said, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Um, Like you said, God rested on the seventh day. And, you know, if we are to be imitators of him, that includes resting. Um, Rest was a gift. Uh, God not only cares about our spiritual health, but also our emotional and physical health. And how wonderful is that? Um, Rest is a way for us to learn more about his character and worship him. Um, The word rest in Hebrew actually translates into being quiet. So when we choose to rest and be quiet, we become fresh soil for God to come and tend to. And I just think that's um, such a good way to look at it, um, of being quiet and still in him. I never knew that. So learn something every day about the Hebrew language. And, you know, to me, rest is, as you're saying, it's time to align our hearts with God and honestly do a heart, mind, soul check of where we are. And for me, it's a time where I see where I'm putting my priorities at and where is my time being spent? Where are my treasures? And figure out, you know, what is worthy of my time and what is not worthy of my time? Because I think where we give our time to is who we become. Um, And I think for a long time, I struggled to realize that rest is so much more than having a day off of work or just like sleeping. Um, It's intended to be spent with the father and doing things that delight him. Um, And honestly, in moments of stillness and rest, I think we find the way forward of what God's will is for our lives. So I feel like pursuing rest is difficult for everyone in some capacity. And honestly, in our culture and probably, you know, the 20 somethings out there, especially, um, it may look different on how we struggle to rest, but I do think it's something we can do better at. Um, so what areas of rest do you struggle to pursue? So, um, rest, doesn't come naturally to us. Surprise, shock, (laughs) um, especially in the fast paced life we live in. Um, for me, I relate to Hannah so much because I also am an Enneagram too. Oh, yeah. People pleaser. That's Amen. my nature. Um, for me, I tend to put rest on the back burner in order to fill, fulfill everyone else's needs. Um, I am a people pleaser and rest and people pleasing don't go hand in hand. And I have found that out the hard way. Um, so for me, I really have to avidly work at pursuing biblical rest and choose to imitate Christ's character and resting rather than the world standard of resting, which is so much easier. Um, and as a two, like I really have to fight that internal battle of needing to prioritize rest, but then also seeing how I can rest throughout my day while still serving people. And it's such a struggle. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. I love that we're very similar because we bond on that. Um I would agree, like my natural disposition is to never rest. I will go, go, go until I can't go anymore. I did that in college and then I had a cold all the time because I didn't sleep. And I'll be honest, a few days before I wrote the questions for this episode, I laid in bed on a Sunday afternoon thinking, oh no, like I haven't prepped my podcast for all of 2021 or the ending of season one. Like I'm I'm behind and in the moment I was really worn out and my head hurt and I knew I just needed to rest. And so I had to consciously stop and say, okay, today's not the day to write questions for podcasts and do interviews. Today's the day uh, that I need to rest. And so I don't know if there's a specific area of life for me. I I think it's probably all of the above uh, where I struggle to pursue rest. So um, let's just talk about rest and sleeping. I think people misconstrue 
the two. And as you're saying, you know, rest Definitely. is an act of worship and sleeping is important. Like we, we need sleep. Amen. I, <laughs> I learned that in college when I didn't sleep. And now I'm like, if it's nine 30, I'm ready to go to bed. But practically speaking, what does it look like for us to step into obedience and experience true biblical rest? Yeah. So um, I personally believe that we can practice rest um, in the craziness of life. Um, because our rest is found in Jesus and not a quiet bedroom or a quiet house, which I say is really nice, but (laughs) that's not where our rest is found. Um, I do believe taking time out of your day to be alone with God is so important and necessary in our spiritual walk. But I also believe that we can have a soul at rest while going throughout our day. Um, A soul at rest is one that is clinging to the peace and hope of God and abiding in him. Um, And I know last week y'all talked about uh, Matthew 11, 28 through 30, talking about the yoke and everything. So kind of on the flip side of that, um, a yoke is meant for work and oxen use it for work. So while God offers us his yoke, which is light, that still means we can work while resting in him. Mm -hmm. Um, Because as we are resting in his yoke, we are trusting in the one who directs us and leads us along the way. Um, So practically obeying how God is leading us to rest can look different for everyone. Um, It looks different for you and as it looks different for me. Um, It can mean choosing to spend less time on a phone because our phones are the biggest downfall to a restful mind and soul. And amen, because it's easy. You can get caught on your phone and just keep scrolling and scrolling. Um, So I have to actively find time to choose um, to put my phone away a lot of times. Um, when I'm outside in his creation, I find rest. Um, I love being outside. And so when I am outside, I find that, um, I'm just in tune with him even more. Um, and so anything that is filling your time that is not in turn glorifying God or honoring him, that is something that should be reevaluated practically. Um, also finding someone to hold you accountable is huge. Um, Hannah and I were in the same small group and I love that because there's so much accountability held there. Um, Mm -hmm. she can check in on me as I can check in on her and I trust her hundred percent. Um, and I trust her to pray with me and pray with me through things. And so practically that's what that looks like for Mm me. I love that you said, you know, resting in the yoga of Jesus and like, it's different than what the world standards would say it is. And last week I shared that this time last year, I was reading uh, John Mark Comer's Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And a large portion of that book talks about the importance of rest and observing the Sabbath. Um, He gave some really practical ways to pursue a restful life um, and ridding of hurry and busyness. And so I would just, if anybody has not read that book, I, it was very convicting um, because I struggle with rest and struggle with busyness. Um, But I think to experience rest, I think it requires carving out, you know, those 24 hours intentionally. Um, I shared last week, you know, one thing I did last year was evaluating where all of my time needed to be spent. You know, I I work 40 hours a week. um, I try to sleep eight hours a night. And, you know, I had to make sure that 24 hours of those were spent, you know, seeking biblical rest. And so if I use all of my time, time, you know, that I allowed for, you know, exercise or hang out with friends. I had to say, you know what, that can't roll into my time observing the Sabbath. Um, And I think, again, you know, that along with, you know, the pandemic helped me realize, you know, what in my life is actually worth my time. You know, there were a lot of things I was pursuing that, in fact, you know, I wasn't really passionate about or didn't really need to be involved in, or I was overly involved in. I was in three small groups at one time, and that was how do you be in three small groups and be intentional in three small groups? And so 
Um, as you're saying, I think it can look differently for people. And ideally, you know, that time is spent to recharge and worship Jesus. And, you know, you like being outside. We, Taylor and I love hiking. Like that's a really good restful thing for us to do. But somebody else might say, you know, sitting in a coffee shop is, is how I experience rest. So why do you think seeking rest plagues people today? Or why isn't seeking rest a true priority for people? Yeah. Um, in our culture today, we battle a lot with groups of people that tell us to focus on self-care or self-happiness. Mm. Um, and then you have the other group of people who tell us, you know, work for what you want. Never stop working 60 hours a week. You can do it. Go, go, go. Yeah. Um, and these conflicting statements have us going around and around. Um, I don't think rest is a true priority to people. Um, seeking rest requires us to trust in God's plan and not worry about the future or what's going on. And the Bible states a lot about not worrying about tomorrow. And, um, you know, that's easy for us to do. In our world today, that isn't the agenda for most people. Um, Rest in our culture today is all about self, you know, fulfilling the desires of self and pursuing what we want. But true biblical rest is not defined by self. Rather, it's defined by worshiping the one who created us. Um, Biblical rest is all about pursuing Christ outside of ourselves and choosing to become more like him. And that is not the norm for our world today. So we have to choose to make it a priority. And that's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. And I would totally agree in the fact that, you know, on one side, you know, our culture is telling us, treat yourself, like, don't do anything, don't get out of bed today, order $40 worth of DoorDash. And then the flip side is, okay, if you didn't stay at the office until nine o'clock and get there at 7 a.m., then like, what are you doing with your life? And it's so hard. And I think people just get in that rhythm of one or the other, and then they get burned out of doing things. And they're like, okay, I'm going to do nothing now. And then you're doing nothing and thinking, wow, I'm not doing enough. And I just think it comes back to that busyness and that hurriedness. Um, the pressure we put on ourselves and you know i think that pressure we experience you know middle school and high school and, and college for sure and from our possibly our families from our teachers our coaches or you know friends or it's even a comparison thing that we think okay if i am not at the top you know at 25 then i, I obviously did something wrong um and i don't think that's the case you know a lot of times we're doing enough. We're probably doing too much. And, you know, what's happening is people are mentally unhealthier. They're physically unhealthier. Our life expectancy can can decrease because of the weight and stress that we're carrying. Um, and honestly, I think just our quality of life will decrease if we don't experience that biblical rest that we're called to do. Um, one thing that really that convicts me all the time is remembering that God can do more in six days than we can in seven. And I think it just ties back to Genesis when God rested on that seventh day. And he didn't have to, but he did. He made it a point like early on in scripture to say that. And I will promise you, if you take steps toward observing the Sabbath, you will learn that to be true and and really value what rest is. So how do you think the lack of biblical rest affects other areas of our life? Yeah, um... I love sleep just like anybody else. <laughs> yep. uh, I love getting a good night's rest. I enjoy laying in bed. That's one of my favorite things to do is just Me lay too. in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about it. But when I don't get enough sleep, I may, may not be the most fun to be around the next day. My sleep often affects my attitude, my behavior, and even my temper. Uh, I rely on having a good night's sleep to function. 
Um, but if I rely so heavily on this aspect of life, shouldn't I then rely heavily on what biblical rest looks like uh, for my spiritual health to function properly? Mm -hmm. Biblical rest or having a soul at rest are key components in producing an attitude that is Christ-like. If I'm not spending time with God in the morning, I won't be as quick to hold my tongue, see how I can serve others, or even seek him throughout my day. Um, biblical rest is taking time throughout your day to rest in the sovereignty of him and find peace in his will. Without seeking biblical rest or lacking in it, I'm not trusting in his sovereignty. And I often find myself seeking peace elsewhere. Um, as a Christian, like we said earlier, we're called to imitate Christ. And I can't do that properly if I'm not aligning my will with his in rest. And that often begins with abiding, clinging, and resting in him. Uh, one of my favorite authors and missionaries is Elizabeth Elliot. Mm -hmm. Love her. Yeah. If you haven't heard of her, I highly recommend you go check her out. Um, if I could have as much wisdom as her, I would be so happy. <laughs> she wrote a book called Keep a Quiet Heart. And if you hadn't read this book, again, highly recommend it. Uh, something she says in the book has always stood out to me. She says, the secret is Christ in me, not me in a different set of circumstances. And how true for this topic. I mean, rest depends on Christ filling you and abiding in you, not the atmosphere, situation, or circumstance. Truly just Christ in you. And that's where you can find your rest. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should just end it here and just <laughs> drop the mic. Um, I love it. And I feel like we are so similar. And so we have very similar responses, which helps me feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this struggle. But I'm, I'm with you. I, when I don't get my rest, I am notably cranky. I am very reactive. You can ask Taylor. You can ask my parents. Like, they've seen it firsthand. And, you know, Taylor gives me a hard time because at 930, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs. And it does take me a while to fall asleep because I just, I'm a night owl at heart, but I have to like go to bed at 930 or I will be up until 2 a.m. And he gives me a hard time, but he also knows like, yeah, if she doesn't get that eight plus hours, it's just not going to be an easy morning the next day. And we don't need six cups of coffee. So <laughs> uh, ultimately in that, in those moments, I'm not myself. And I think college really taught that to me. I said it kind of already in this episode, my freshman year, I, <laughs> I probably like I did the class thing and then I hung out with people or I had church and then I hung out with people more and then I would start my work at like 1030 at night and do it till like 4am and then go to my dorm and then wake up at 730. And so that season of life was very eye opening of I cannot do what I'm being called to do in this season, which at the time was be in school and like figure out what God was calling me to do long term if I am not actually resting. And um, I just think it affects everything that we do, you know, how we work, how we act and process and it makes us think we're in control when we're really not. Um, and I think the lack of biblical rest can, can turn our world upside down. I know it did for me in college when I was just, I, I was so sick. You know, I literally had a fever, cold, couldn't breathe. I did a similar thing in high school and God stripped some things away from me the following year to say, you cannot live your life this way. Um, and it, it sounds dramatic, but I think, I really think Satan can take small things that aren't inherently bad and tempt us to fill our schedules to where we aren't making time for rest. And, and, you know, God wants you to follow him. He wants your heart and your focus. And if he needs to pull something away, he, he'll do it. Um, and I want to say again, you know, doing things is not wrong, but doing too much is. Mm -hmm. um, one quote I want to share from John Mark Homer in the book I was discussing earlier is, that Sabbath was made for man, not man made for Sabbath. So we find 
rest when ordinary life is enough. So any final thoughts or encouragement for our listeners today regarding rest? Yeah. So um, again, thank you so much for having me on here. Um, One thing that was uh, that I've had multiple mentors kind of tell me over the years as I've struggled with rest in different seasons and all of that um, was one thing was be honest with yourself about the things um, that are keeping you occupied away from resting in him. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my mentors encouraged me to write down those things. And then I gave it to a trusted friend. And each week they would ask me like, how have you done when it comes to maybe putting your phone aside or how have you done maybe going outside and spending, you know, 30 minutes with him. Um, So having that accountability in turn has really helped me um, grow. And also it's helped shape in um, the way I view rest. Um, I, I really cherish it more, I think, than I used to. Uh, And that doesn't mean that I'm perfect at it. I still am go, go, go sometimes and I skip out on rest and it's not good. But when I do take the time to actually rest, I really cherish it. Um, And so um, to have a heart at rest and peace, Psalms 23, that's, you know, talking about the good shepherd. That's just a good verse to read over and over again when you really are caught in the busyness and you don't know how to get out Mm -hmm. Um, because it can feel at times like you don't you're stuck and you don't know where to go. Um, and so reading Psalms 23 was something that I used to do um, and just read it over and over again and really dig in that. Um, and just, again, be honest with yourself, ask for accountability um, and really choose to spend time with him uh, and he will reward you with that. So I love that. And I, I'll echo, I just think accountability is so important. I, maybe I'm the only one, but I really struggle like Satan Will tempt me. We'll be like at church Sunday mornings, and he'll be like, "Oh, remember this to do list that you have, and you got to do this and this." And I'm like, "No, I'm trying to focus on worship." And so, I know, like in the past, in those times that just I get distracted, I'm like, "Okay, Taylor," or like sometimes you guys sit with us, and I'm like, "I need help to just make sure my mind is not wandering and thinking about everything I need to do after service." So, um, I love that. Would reiterate and encourage you guys if you don't have an accountability partner, you know. Look to your left and your right. Who are those people that you talk to daily that you can trust and say, hey, I need help with this. And odds are they need help too. So thank you so much, Marina, for being on today's episode. I hope you guys are encouraged by this and just um, can go through the week and uh, really consider and prayerfully think about, you know, where do I need to seek rest more? Um, We will be back next week with another brand new episode. friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode and following along in this journey. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do me a favor and share with your friends or on social media. We'll be back next week to discuss a brand new topic and how to find the way forward while resting in the now. We'll see you then.